0: Lord God, we thank you for today, Father God. We ask that you would just fill us up with your peace, Father God, that you would fill us up with your righteousness, your holiness. We ask that you would just surround us, God, in every single form and facet, that you would be the center of attention, Father God, in every way. Pray that you would be with us during this podcast together. Pray, Father God, that your light would shine and that you would obtain all due glory, Father God. We pray for everybody from the north, the southeast, and the west, from every nation and country or city, Father. I pray that you would just fill them up with the Holy Spirit, fill them up with the beautiful day today. I pray, Father God, for your love, for your encouragement, for your righteousness, for your peace, and for your sovereignty to always fall upon us, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for being glorious. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to just chase after you. God that your will would be done that you would be the guide and that we would listen to what you have to say we just love you and we thank you we give you all the praise and all the honor in Jesus mighty name amen what's up everybody how's everybody doing welcome back to the podcast the imperfect man podcast the saints saved by grace podcast I hope everybody is blessed, I hope everybody is doing beautiful things for the Lord, I hope everybody is chasing after the Lord and uh, have the, has the fear of God in them, you know, and uh, that, that's funny, um, you know, how we live life, we tend to live in fear, right, and the Bible tells us to just fear the Lord, um, so I made some coffee, so I got my coffee with me and I was talking to God and, you know, just allowing Him. It's always important for us to spend time with God, right? And uh, how a lot of times it's sacrificing things that that seem important, right? Like we think sleep seems important. And we think that, you know, like, man, if I don't sleep, how am I going to get my energy for the day? Or how am I going to be able to not be a grouch, you know? But it's like, man. The Lord will not make you a grouch. The Lord will keep you awake, He'll keep you alive, He'll keep you moving and motivated to do everything, right So um I woke up this morning and I was tired, but I knew that there was something beautiful that lied ahead, right I knew that there was something amazing and it, it and it tugs on my heart, right And like I told you guys, don't be ashamed to cry. Don't be ashamed to show the Lord that you love him because these, the tears that I have are tears of joy, right? And uh, I just know that he wants, all he wants from us is to spend time with him, right? All he wants from us is the intimacy and the relationship and what perfect time to do it by waking up before everybody else in a quiet house, even turning the AC off because it's like I, I didn't even want to focus on being cold, right? Cause I keep my house cold. I didn't want to focus on being cold. The only thing I wanted to focus on what was God. What what, what is God t- telling me? What is he talking to me about? I woke up, I went to the restroom. I woke up, I prayed, I went to the restroom, and then I put some socks on, I put my jacket on, and then I got on my knees and I prayed again. And it's like, it's not to boast, right? I'm not boasting, but I'm boasting for the Lord because that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to create that intimacy with Him. He wants us to, to not lean on our own understanding of how our day is going to go, but call upon Him for His will to be done in our life and let Him be the key and the guide and everything that we need for the rest of the day, right? The motivation, the sleep, the the coffee. He needs all of that. Before we even start doing any of that right So I just want to encourage you guys to find time in the morning As soon as you get up to just have a conversation with the Lord If you have to wake up a couple minutes earlier Then what's what's sacrificing a couple minutes of sleep to talking to God right And it's not easy you know I, I don't do it every day I definitely don't do it more than I should And uh, I did it today and I feel like I should keep doing it because it's just something beautiful that that happens, you know. I got to spend a, a great amount of time before hopping on the podcast with you guys, talking to God, building that relationship. And how else can I, how else can we figure out life if we don't have a relationship with our God, right? And it's like, it's such a beautiful thing and it's such an important thing to do because without that intimacy between God and I without the in, in- intimacy between you and God how are we going to know each other right intimacy doesn't have to just be about sex intimacy is about knowing the person that you are and I learned that I learned that from um, from listening to Dr. S- Charles Stanley talking about you know I forgot what message it was but he was just talking about how intimacy hasn't anything, has nothing to do with sex, but intimacy between a person, between my wife and I, should be more than just sex, right? It should be knowing that person, and it's not knowing her favorite color, or knowing things like that. And those things are, like, we can know those things, and those things are small, but they're not equivalent to knowing that the person God is, right? Or knowing the God that we have, or me knowing my wife, for example, right? It's God wants us to know everything about him and he wants to expose everything to us. But how can he do that if we have no relationship, right? It's like the same thing with my wife. I have intimacy with her in more than a sexual way. I have intimacy because I know what hurts her. I know what brings her down. I know what lifts her up. I know what gives her encouragement. And, you know, that's what intimacy is. Intimacy isn't about, you know, sex. And that's where we get caught up in the world and we get caught up in lies. It's like, it's not about sex. It's about being intimate with God to allow intimacy to flow between you guys and allowing him to bless you with the right person to be with so you can have intimacy with them in a way more than just sex. You know what I'm saying? That's where we get caught up in life is people just want to do things out of the moment, right? Without realizing consequences. And I realize that too. You always want to do things out of the spur of the moment. Or you want to do things not knowing or not caring about the consequence consequence that could happen. Right? Nobody thinks about anything that could happen until they're hooked on drugs, until they're having a baby, until they're addicted to alcohol, until they can't stop doing what they're doing. And then that causes them to fade away. That causes them to turn into a person maybe they don't want to become. But by God's grace and His mercy... If we stay obedient and stay intimate with Him, we can gain deliverance. You see what I'm saying? But um, I just encourage you guys, man, to, to wake up a little bit early and put God first. Because it's a beautiful thing, and it, and it really is something beautiful when you have a relationship with God. Because there's nobody in your life, nobody that has ever existed that should be exalted, put first, or just overwhelmed, overwhelming you with with happiness other than Him, because God is a great God. You know what I'm saying? He is more glorious in every way possible, more loving in every way possible, and yet He wants us to see those things, but we're not seeking to find those things. What does the Bible tell us? The Bible tells us, "Seek and you shall find." Right? It's like God, I want peace. I want I want righteousness. I want love. I want all these things, God, but you're not seeking after him. We all got to seek after him. We all got to find ways to put him first and put him more involved in, in life. And I used to think, man, like, do you have to read the Bible every day? Do you have to, you know, it's okay to take breaks. But here's here's the thing. You shouldn't have to do anything. You should want to do those things. You shouldn't feel obligated to do those things. We should want to do those things to build your relationship with Christ. You shouldn't, you know, feel obligated to pray every day. We shouldn't feel obligated to do anything because that's not what, that's not what free will is, right? To me, that sounds like you're enslaved to follow Christ, but that's not what God has called us to do. God gives us free will. You're not obligated to do anything. Don't see it as obligation, but see it. As you get to do it, see it as I get to serve my God every day who wakes me up, who gives me the ability to make coffee or gives me the ability to drink some water, gives me the ability to take that first breath and realizing that, man, I'm alive today because the Lord is good, right? That's why we get to do those things. It's not about obligation. It's not about, man, do I have to do this? Do I have to read the Bible? Man, I feel a little burnt out. And that's how I felt. I was like, man, I feel burnt out. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm seeking God too much. Now, what sense does that make? You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But it's because I felt like I was obligated to do every single thing that I've done, and that's not what it's about. It's not about obligation. It's about getting. To do those things. It's about getting to know who God is every single day of your life. It's about getting to chase after His will every single day of your life. Living in excitement. People always want to say they want to live for excitement. Following God is the most exciting thing that you could do. Why? Because you have blessings that you don't know about. You get to talk to Him every single day, and you get to believe in something and someone who can change your life in a radical way. Who can make you cry out of the unknown, who can make you do like radical things for God, right? God can make, you know, he could put it in your heart to go speak to somebody and then that just, that that changes their life. Why? Because you're intimate with God every single day and he gets to bless you with that exciting life. It's exciting. People always want to say that it's, man, it's boring. We don't get to do nothing. Man, that's not true at all. God is the most exciting God ever. You get to wake up and you don't know what's going to happen that day, but you know that it's going to be from the Lord. And you know that whatever is going on is going to be awesome. And that's how you have to see it. Look as the cup half full instead of half empty, right? And uh, I, you know, you, uh, you always hear that saying, it's like half full, half empty. What does that mean? Well, this is what it means. It means you love God so much that he's filling up your cup instead of taking it away. That he's filling you up with righteousness, love, faith, and peace. Instead of taking away parting and sin, right? Because it's like you can either see him as half, as half full, as him filling you up with more and more and more. Or you can see him as taking away all the things of your life that you want to do. That are holding you back from, you know, your friends. That are holding you back from the world. And you're like, man, he's taking that stuff away and he's draining it and he's draining it. And now my cup's only half full. Or it's half empty. You see what I'm saying? Don't allow you don't allow yourself to feel half empty. Because the Lord always keeps us full. Always. And look at that cup and know that it's going to be fuller and fuller the more that you serve the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Don't think about it being, don't think about what you're missing out on. Or don't think about what you don't have. But think about what's to come. Living that excitement that, man, I don't know what's coming for me, but I know that what the Lord has for me is going to be something beautiful. I encourage you guys. Chase after him more. Seek after him more. Find him more. Get on your knees and fight more. Talk to him more. Sit down in in quietness and talk to him. You know, close your eyes. That's what I did. I, I, after I prayed, I I was drinking my coffee. I turned the AC off and I was like, I sat down and I was like, I closed my eyes and I was drinking coffee. I had a blanket, and and I'm like, I love you, God. In my head, I'm just like, God, talk to me. Talk to me. And then he gave me a verse, Psalms 33. And I was like, okay. So I opened up my Bible, and this is what we have right here. So I'm going to be reading the end of it. Psalms 33, verses... We're going to read Psalms 33, verses 18, or 7, wait, yeah, Psalms 33, verse 18 through 22. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait and hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Now, let's break this down. So we're going to read 17 through 19 or 18 through 19. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on whose hope is in his unfailing love and in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. Now what does that mean? So, but the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him, on whose hope is in His unfailing love. Right there. So, what does it mean to have fear in the Lord? And I asked myself that question. I was like, What does it mean to fear the Lord? Well, I'll tell you what it means to fear the Lord. Fear in the Lord is reverence. Right. And I never got I never got what that mean. But see, in order for you to grow your knowledge, in order for you to seek. God more and more, you have to understand what you're reading, you have to understand what it is, and and if you feel like you can't find it somewhere in the Bible, then look it up, find it from a pastor who can explain it, that's what I did, Dr. Charles Stanley, he helped me out, I looked up, well, I just typed in on Google, what does, what does fearing the Lord mean, what does it mean to fear the Lord, and he said that it means reverence, it means reverence, so it's not that you're scared of God, but it's that you're showing reverence to God, that you're com- you're you're completing that full submission to God, that you're not allowing anything to hold you back from Him, but that you're completing that full submission to Him, that you have reverence for Him, that that you're willing to submit yourself to His will, His plan, His His um His commands. Every single thing that God wants you to do, you're gonna do it. Reverence That's what it means to fear the Lord Is having reverence So what does it say It says But those But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him Right So but the eyes of the Lord Are on those who fear him So the person who is in continuous reverence The person who wakes up a little bit early And I'm not saying myself But I'm just saying for example Anybody who wakes up is willing to take that step to wake up a little bit earlier every day, and to put God first, right? You may think you're losing sleep. You may think that you're losing out on comfortable time. You may think that, man, I'm just in a good spot right now. But if you take that time and you allow God to wake you up a little bit earlier than when you're used to, or a little bit earlier before you have to, then you're giving him reverence, right? You're giving him what he needs from you. You're allowing yourself to submit yourself to God. No longer do I need these couple minutes. No longer do I need 30, 40, 15, 10, 5 minutes of extra sleep. But I'm submitting myself to you, Lord, to put you first. I'm submitting my myself to allow your will to be done in my life. Why, Lord? Because you're my God I want to exalt you over myself I want to exalt you over everything that's to come And I want to make sure that your will is being done in my life every single day Reverence We got to have reverence for the Lord We have to respect the Lord We have to allow ourselves not to fall into temptation Not to fall into, you know, arguments and quarrels As it says in the Bible Don't allow yourself to get caught up in drama You know what I'm saying? The Bible tells us not to gossip Every single thing that we know is morally wrong is wrong because the Bible also tells us it's wrong. It's not because within ourselves and within our characteristics or our skills. But if the Bible tells us that many things that we do are wrong, yet we don't realize it. You're not supposed to gossip. You're not supposed to tell white lies. People say that, I remember I was listening to a message earlier. He was um, a couple of days ago or yesterday or whenever I heard it. He said that, he said, "He said, why do people say there's like white lies and then big lies? He's like, I just thought they were just lies. The Bible says that they're just lies. You know what I'm saying? There's no big lie, small lie. It's all just a lie, right? Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't deceive. Don't withhold the truth, right? Don't give false testimony against your neighbor, meaning don't make stuff up about them, right? It's, It's all reverence when we we allow reverence to be set in stone in our hearts and our minds then the eyes of the lord are upon us the eyes of the lord fall on us meaning that he's looking at us and he's rejoicing because he's like man there's my good and faithful servant right there i don't know about you guys but if god was to say something like that about me i'd be super excited I'd want to keep pursuing God. I'd keep wanting to wake up early or wake up even earlier to put him first, right? To exalt his name above my name. You know what I'm saying? It's not about ourselves. And I feel like that's where we get caught up is we continue to look at the glass half empty. We keep looking at what, what's getting taken away from our cup. What's getting taken away from our life that we want. When in reality... God's just weeding out all the garbage for us. And instead of it being half empty, it's half full. Why? Because the Lord's allowing that that crud that we had in our life to be filled up with righteousness, love, hope, peace, gentleness, kindness. You know what I'm saying? He's allowing us to become more and more full. Don't look at yourself as losing out on the Lord. Losing out because you love the Lord. But look at yourself as gaining so much more. Than what the world has to offer you. Because it's not about obligation. It's not about feeling like you have to do something. But it's about the ability of you getting to that. That you get to wake up early and praise the Lord. Why? Because He is a gracious God. And He allowed me to wake up early today. Why? Because I love God so much. That He deserves me to wake up a little bit early. To praise His good name. You know what I'm saying? No longer... Do we need to rely on our sleep to give us the energy for the day? But once we show reverence to the Lord, once we fear the Lord, will He be the rest of the will He be the rest that we needed, right? Will He be you ever you ever wake up early sometimes and for some reason you just feel good? You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I didn't get that much. Like I got a lot of sleep, but I'm waking up a little bit early and I feel good today. I feel like today's gonna be a good day. If you wake up every day, my friend, and you praise the Lord. Then you'll feel that way, I promise Why? Because the Lord will put you in a good mood The Lord's so happy that you put Him first That He's going to bless you with an awesome day And even if it may not go the way you think it's going to go Guess what? You still woke up, you still praise the Lord And your, your cup's still half full You see what I'm saying? Don't allow anything else to change the fact that your cup is half full And don't allow yourself to see the cup as half empty why because there's why because the lord gives us the ability to even have something in our cup he's never taking anything away from us that we need he's never taking anything away from us that's going to hurt us he's never taking anything away from us that's going to cause us to you know feel like we don't get to live a great life He's taking all the garbage out of our life and he's pulling it and he's straining it and allowing purity to be in that cup. He's not allowing you to mix Kool-Aid or, or juice or make a cocktail, but he's allowing it to be pure. He's allowing it to be pure. Something hydrating for you. Something like water, right? He's clearing your water. He's purifying your water. He don't want you drinking sink water, but he wants you to drink the best water, the most pure water, the cleanest water, and that's what he's doing. He's taking out all that crud that's making it bad, and he's giving you a half full cup, not half empty. You see what I'm saying? So it says, but the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, right? And on those who Put their hope in his unfailing love. What does that mean? Hope. What does hope mean? Hope is not seeing it, but knowing that it's going to get done. Hope is feeling like it's never going to get accomplished. Or hope is, you know, everything around you is telling you that it's not going to get accomplished. But knowing in your heart that it's going to get done. Knowing that God is going to take care of it. Is when you feel like you can't afford that two-bedroom apartment, but God opens up the door. Right? Hope. And sometimes we start to fade. We start to lose our hope. Right? We start to think that we can't do certain things, and certain things will never be accomplished. Why? Because we're not putting our hope into the Lord. We're not putting our faith into the Lord. Because if you have hope, then you have to have faith. You see what I'm saying? I hope. That God will give me this, and I have faith that he'll take care of it. So even when it seems like a no, if it's for me, and if it's God's will, then it'll be a yes. And if not, then that means he's keeping me something. He's keeping something for me that I don't need in my life. Why? Because the Lord has something bigger and better, and his plan is always greater. Always. The Lord provides us with so much more than just houses and you know cars and money because all those things are you know some of those things we need right but the only reason we need them is because of what the world tells us is because what goes on in the world but in reality the only thing that we need is God you see what I'm saying like the world tells us we need those things and that's what we have to do to live in the world, I wish everything was free, my friend. Then we could just completely serve God, but that's not what the world wants us to do. The world doesn't want us to have all the time in the world to serve God. It wants us to work our nine to five to pay our bills. Why? So we get away from God. So we no longer create that personal time between us and God, right? And we don't want to give up that extra sleep because we know we got to get up, get ready for work and head out. You see what I'm saying? The, the world doesn't want us to worship God. The Lord doesn't want us to look at the cup half full, but half empty. The, Lord, the world wants you to look at it. Dang, your water is almost gone. Hey, let me put some more tainted water in there. Right? But that's not what it's about, my friend. It's about chasing after what the Lord has for you. It's about seeing that cup as half full. No longer living in an empty life. But living in a life full of God's grace, love, mercy, and peace. Why? Because we are saints saved by grace. And you don't have to be you don't have to be a Christian for more than six hundred years. You don't have to be a Christian for five seconds. All you have to do is believe that God sent His Son to die on the cross, rose on the third day, left His Holy Spirit to fill the world. And now thus making God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Believing in that Trinity, believing in that, that the God is always going to be exalted and living by the teachings and the workings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And truly becoming, truly fearing the Lord is how we become saved, right? It's not about... Everything else it's not about the extra the extracurriculars But it's about building your relationship with God building your love for him building every single thing that you need to be equipped in This world why because the Bible tells us that Our battle is not against flesh and blood but the dark and evil forces of the world, right? So How are you gonna fight spiritual battles? Without having the Holy Spirit, right? How are you going to fight the dark without the light? You see what I'm saying? So, we keep reading. What does it say? It says, we hope, we wait in hope. Or right here it says, so after it says, On those hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. Right? So that's just, that's something easy saying like, deliver them from death no longer do we have to feel like we're gonna die and go to hell god delivers us because we have fear in the lord and because we have hope in his unfailing love that he delivers us from death he loves us so much that he's gonna purify that water he's gonna remove all the the bad things from our life all the garbage that we have in our life right he's gonna remove those things because he loves us so much his unfailing love happens because we have hope why because he loves us so much that if something's good for us of course he's going to bless us with it right and he delivers us from death he delivers us from the bounds and the chains that come from being sinners right no longer are we sinners but we're saints saved by grace no longer shall we sin but shall we move forward but God knows that we're not perfect so if we do mess up he's going to remove those things He's going he's gonna, to, as long as we ask for forgiveness and repentance. Remember, repentance is change, right? There's no point in asking for repentance. No, Lord, Lord, forgive me for my sins, and then you go do the same thing. Why? Because there needs to be change. So, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine, right? So, that's the saying that the, when you feel like there's nothing left, the Lord keeps you alive during famine. When you feel like you don't got anything else or anywhere else to go, if your fear is in the Lord and your hope is in His unfailing love, then you'll always have a place to go. You'll never feel lonely. You'll always have someone to talk to. you always have somebody to be with because that's who our God is. a God will never allow us to feel lonely or feel without or feel in need, but He'll save us from hunger. He'll save us from, you know, sadness. He'll save us from from sorrow He'll save us from the pain that the world brings upon us and the and the pain that we allow the world to bring us. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's continue. It says, we wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. Right? So, when it says, we we wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. We, we talked about hope, right? We wait in his hope means that we hope and we pray that it's going to get done so we know that it's going to get done so what do we do we let it get done we let we let let the lord take care of that problem no longer do we worry about it no longer do we stress about it no longer do we keep thinking about that problem and how do we do that find peace ask the lord to give you peace ask him to fill you up with things that that you want to be ask him to fill you up with godly things things that you want to to better yourself right not things of the flesh but things of the holy spirit not things of this world but things of purity things of of change right things of repentance don't allow yourself to be filled up with what the world wants you to think or how the devil wants you to act but just find that peace have that hope and let it and let it go to the lord we wait in hope it says that means we wait and we keep it in hope and we have hope and we have faith that he's going to take care of it so now live in peace don't worry about the problem anymore just let it go and we all struggle with that sometimes we all we all have hope and we have peace and or we have we all have hope and faith but then we we tend to worry about the problem or we tend to bring the problem up right thus not really having hope and peace because we're still worrying about it have hope and we wait in hope thus having peace have faith and wait in that hope and carry peace with you to not think about that problem anymore will you say man i don't know if i can not think about that problem you can but the devil doesn't want you to think that you can why because he wants you to see your glasses half empty don't think about the problem anymore my friend don't think about what you feel like you can't control because, in reality, we have more self-control. The Bible tells us that we need to have self-control, because that's one of the part. That's one of the one of the fruits of the spirit is to have self-control. So, how do we do it? We gain self-control. Fill yourself up with good thoughts. Fill yourself up with things that are not even related to that subject in any which way possible. Fill yourself up with not even thinking about it. Don't even think about the subject anymore. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't tell yourself, man, if I think about this, then I'm going to lose hope. Just don't even think about it. Don't touch the subject. Leave it alone. Walk in peace, my friend. Walk and wait and hope. Don't allow yourself to feel like, man, if I do this, I'm going to mess up. Why? Because you're already condemning yourself. You're already allowing yourself to not succeed. But if you walk in peace and walk in clarity and allow the Lord to fill you up with without worry, without trouble, then you'll walk in peace. And you won't even think about what's going on to the left or the right, but you'll think about what the Lord has in your sight, right? What the Lord brings to you. Don't allow yourself to fail because you think you're going to fail because of flesh. Because you fail because you don't have peace. You fail because you don't wait in hope. You fail because you don't have faith in God. You fail because you worry about the things that the Lord tells you not to worry about, my friend. Don't worry. It's okay. Let it go, my friend. Let it go. Have peace and let it go. Don't worry about it. Don't. You ever you ever seen somebody. Who maybe be. They, they may dabble in, in. In terrible things. Me. For example. Let's use me. You know. You do things. That you're not proud of. Right. And for some reason. You always feel like you're going to get caught. But you're always. Trying to avoid getting caught. Right. I'm always looking behind my shoulder. To make sure that I'm not going to get in trouble. Right. Walking in a life full of of the furthest thing from peace. But now I don't have to look over my shoulder. Now I don't have to worry about the left or the right. Why, because I get to focus on my God. Why, because I ab- I finally obtain peace. Why, because the Lord loved me. Why, because I choose to wake up early and serve him. Why, because I choose to exalt his name any chance I get. Why? Because I don't want to live like who I used to be. I don't want to keep the mentality of who I used to be. But I want to live faithful and righteous to the, the Lord Almighty. To my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why? Because my cup is half full and it's only going to get more and more full as long as I keep him the center of my life. The center of attention and the center of everything that I have for me, right? As long as I have the Holy Spirit, as long as I get filled up with the Lord every day, that he is my coffee, he is my breakfast, he is my lunch, my dinner, then I'll always be fed. I'll always be healthy. No longer do I worry. No longer do I sin. But I am a blameless saint saved by grace. Through the grace of God, I give him all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And you, my friend, are the same. So allow yourself to be the same. Carry that peace and take away that worry that you may have and give it to the Lord. And walk in peace. Right? Okay, let's finish with our last one. And our last verse says, In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. For your unfailing love, be with us may your unfailing love be with us lord even as we put our hope even as we put our hope in you right so that's just reiterating what we were talking about in him our hearts rejoice for we trust in the holy name we trust in god so much that his holy name inside of us will always be exalted his holy name within us will always be above the rest We don't have to worry. We don't have to think about things. Why? Because we are saved by grace. We are saved by His love. We are saved by His mercy. The Lord loves us so much that no longer do we have to think about things that the enemy brings us. Or think about things that are no longer something that we have to worry about. Right? We don't have to think about anything. Why? Because it says it right here. In Him, our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. We trust God to take care of all those problems. We trust God to not, you know, be filled with worrisome thoughts or worrisome feelings. But allowing ourselves to live in His peace. Allowing ourselves to live in His glory, right? And to honor Him in every way possible. Why? Because He keeps our cup half full. It says, May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Says, Lord, keep your love with us That's all it's saying Saying, Keep your love with us, Lord Why? Because we put our hope in you No matter what, Lord We're going to put our hope in you We're going to trust you We're going to carry that peace to trust you We're not going to worry about that situation We're not going to worry about that struggle But we're going to keep it Just We're going to keep our peace We're going to keep our love And we ask that Because we put our hope and love in you, Father That you take care of it And we leave it alone And because we do those things, our prayers get answered, our sins get washed away, all the problems that we have are fixed. No longer are we quarrelling and fighting with one another, but we live in peace. We live in great. We live in God's grace. We live in His mercy. We live in His righteousness. Why? Because we're filled with the Holy Spirit. No longer bound to hell, but saved. We are. But we are saints, saved by God's grace. That's why. The Lord loves us so much. And he cares for us so much, but the only thing that holds us back is each other, right? It's time to let those things go, and not to worry about the problems from the left or the right, but to live knowing that the Lord lives in us. You see what I'm saying? God, bring us peace today. Pray that you would just watch over us and bless us. We pray, Father God, that every single thing that we read, every single thing that was said, would come from you. That you would fill up our hearts, fill up our minds with peace, fill us up with your grace, fill us up with your love. Don't allow us to look to the left or the right any longer, but to look up to the heavens and look towards you, Father. No longer do we see our cup as half full. Or no longer do we see our cup as half empty, but we see it as half full. Lord, I ask that you would just be with us today. Allow us to carry your peace, allow us to carry your love. Allow us to carry your mercy upon us and allow us to act just like you sent your son. Allow us to act in the ways of Jesus Christ. Allow us to become blameless and obtain perfection, Father God, through you. We pray that we would boast in your name, Father, that we would boast in your love, that your unfailing love would never leave us, that you would never not have our backs, that we would never not have your back, that we would never not have faith in you, that we would never carry worry or carry unloving and unpeaceful mentalities, but that we live in peace, we walk in faith, and we live in righteousness. Through you, your name shall always be exalted. I pray, Father God, that you would continuously be the center of our life, continuously allow us to become closer to you, And I pray, Father God, that you would just forgive us for any sins that we may have committed against you, any sins that we may have committed committed against anyone else or against ourselves. We ask that you would just bless us today, watch over us, keep us safe from every nation, city, and country. We ask that you would fill us up with your love, fill us up with your Holy Spirit. Bless us, keep us safe, in Jesus' mighty name, amen love you guys man always we got to be more loving right and more compassionate towards one another and uh hopefully it doesn't sound weird to you guys but uh, i used to be a, a person who really just was really strict on the whole love thing right but it's because i couldn't even love myself you know what i'm saying i didn't love myself so why am I going to act like I love everybody else? But I love myself because of God, right? I love the person that I'm trying to be and the person that I become every day through God's grace. Why? Because I'm a saint saved by grace. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about being able to pump out some more episodes because uh, I feel like it's allowing me to get closer to God in an awesome way too, you know? I feel like it's allowing me to get uh, closer and build a a more beautiful relationship with him. And uh, I feel like it does a lot of things for me within myself and it helps me answer a lot of questions within myself and it helps me to get all the answers that I need too, you know, and it, and I really think that it's a beautiful thing when you follow the Lord. Why? I I just feel like it's a beautiful thing because the only person who truly understands everybody is God. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't get some people, they just, they never, I guess I've never had that feeling. I've never not known God, right? And I always believed in him. I always felt like, I always felt like you have to believe in God because like everything else just doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? And I just thought that was because of ignorance. I thought that was just because, you know, you know, I was a kid, so I didn't really think anything of it. But as I grow in my faith, you know, as I grow in my walk with the Lord, there's there's plenty of things that point to why God is real and and why He's such a beautiful thing and I'm reading this book called More Than a Carpenter out of just uh, out of pure just uh, like wanting to gain more knowledge right just out of pure pure just entertainment or and pure like educational reasons right and it's about this guy who's an atheist who is trying to prove that Jesus wasn't God and trying to prove that Jesus didn't like, he wasn't anything special, right? And during, like, him, during him doing his study, he converts back to Christianity. Why? Because he realizes the truth, and all the theology and the archaeology that that is finally exposed to the world proves that Jesus is real. Proves that Jesus walked this. Sorry, guys. Computer died, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it died. Uh, I knew I should have plugged it in. I just I just wanted to jump into it, you know. But yeah, the the, the book really just proves um, through archaeology and theology and, and everybody that that even like some atheists who converted and saying that there is a God, right? And uh, it's just an awesome thing. So I encourage you if you want like more education or if you're on the verge of not knowing if God is real, I encourage you to read. Um, More Than a Carpenter by Sean and um, Josh McDowell. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. And um, I'm just going to share this quick verse with you guys real quick. And it's uh, a verse that I heard, of course, Dr. Stanley um, preach about. And it's, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Right? So we just read and we just talked about what the fear of the Lord is. Right? Reverence. Reverence to the Lord And uh, I just want you guys to be encouraged To conti- have continuous reverence towards the Lord Because The more that we submit ourselves To God The more that we allow ourselves To not see the cup as half empty But see it as half full But we allow ourselves to gain wisdom And we gain wisdom through God's grace and his mercy, through his understanding. You know what I'm saying? And uh, through the fear of the Lord, we gain wisdom. You know what I'm saying? So that was just a quick little thing that I wanted to share with you guys also. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that's Psalms 111 verse 10. Um. But yeah, to me, it's just something beautiful and something important. And uh, fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So fear Him. Show Him reverence. Show Him the peace and the mental clarity that He gives you through His love, through His grace, through His mercy. And uh, yeah, that was just something. That was a little quick one that I wanted to share with you guys real quick. Just... Stay focused and stay consistent on the Lord Because the biggest thing that draws us away from God Is when we lack our consistency And don't feel obligated But feel like you get the opportunity To build that relationship with God Because if you think about it guys We have an opportunity to build a relationship With the God of the world The God who created heaven and earth The God that created every single thing that we see in this life We get to have a relationship with Him and if we can, we can make that an intimate relationship with him where he knows me from top to bottom and I know him from top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? And we get that opportunity. And there's a lot of people who want that opportunity but can't get it because they may be in a in a country where they don't allow religion and they could be killed or, or different things like that. And, you know, wherever you live, I, I encourage you to seek after God, whether your life depends on it or not. Why? Because if you die for God, then you'll live for God. And I read that. If you die for the Lord, you will live for the Lord. Just like if you disown Him, He will disown you. Why? Because if you are faithless, He remains faithful. Always. So I encourage you guys just to follow the Lord. Stay consistent in the Word. Stay consistent in prayer. Stay consistent in, in not only reading the Word, but using it and applying it to your life. Using those fruits of the spirit, gentleness, love, kindness, peace, patience, you know, self-control. All those beautiful things that the Lord asks us to do, carry those things with you. Carry peace in mind. Carry a peaceful spirit. Don't walk in worry. But allow God to take all that worriedness away. Allow God to take all that worriedness away and allow Him to take away all that pain, all that sadness, and all that sorrow, and all the things of the past, all the guilt that you have. Let it all go and become new through Christ. And, I tell, and I'm telling you right now, if you guys do that, you guys will be just, you guys will live more comfortable than you've ever lived in your entire life. Every step that you take will be a step of peace. Every step you take will be a step of just knowing that the Lord has your back. And it's the most beautiful thing. So I encourage you guys to do those things. I encourage you guys to chase after Him. I encourage you guys to be in your word. I encourage you guys to, to follow God. And I encourage you guys, most importantly... To just stay faithful to him. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And if you haven't, you could do it right just now. Just say, God, thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for my sins. For rising on the third day. And delivering the Holy Spirit to not only me, but to everybody in the world who wants it. I pray, God, that I will no longer be who I used to be. I no longer be the man of the world, the woman of the world, but I become new through you. I pray that you would baptize me in your love, baptize me in your faith, and baptize me in your righteousness. Fill me up with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Pray that you would forgive me for all of my sins, that you would wash my plate clean and allow me to be a new creation through you. I ask that every step that I take would be in the direction of your will, Father. And I ask you, Father, God, to fill me up with the righteousness, love, peace, faith, self-control, and your love. I pray, God, that you would just allow me to be more like you every day and that you would just continuously wash my sins away, continue to allow me to change. And I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Amen. Accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior, and everything will be beautiful. Um, This is a good one. They're all good because the Lord's in them, um, right? All glory to God always. You guys know that. Um, if you guys don't know, um, I drop my email in the description for any prayer requests or any questions about God, and uh, I explain everything in there. But if you guys send me an email, my wife overlooks them because I use her as the person to to keep me in check, right? To keep me to keep everything in a beautiful way. So then we're not going to tell anybody, we're not going to do anything, you know, inappropriate or, or or come against you, laugh at you or joke about you or any of that stuff. But if you have genuine questions about God or genuine prayer requests that you need, send them over and we'll pray for you right then and there or as soon as we can. And uh, yeah, and we'll, I'll answer your questions as fast as I can. And you might even ask me questions that I may not have the answer to, and, and I'll let you know that. I'll ask the Lord, and you ask the Lord, and we'll pray together about it, and, and then we'll come to an agreement, and we'll find the answer together, right? Um, but yeah, so uh, if you guys will need that or you guys want that, it's in the the description of everything going forward from this point on. I actually did it in the last episode, so everything from this point on, will have it as well. Um But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in always. Thank you guys for always listening. I pray that the Lord would be with you guys this morning or be with you whatever time of day it is for you guys. And I pray that God would just stay faithful to you, that you would stay faithful to him. Stay consistent in your words. Stay consistent in your prayer. And stay consistent in applying the word to your life. Um, You know how it goes. I ain't tired of you. I know you're tired of me. All glory to God. Peace. And uh, I love you guys. All right. Peace.